You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut to the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. How did you get involved in the daycare system, doing CPR in the daycare system? So it, it kind of blossomed into that. I really actually started within the healthcare arena um, with uh, nursing facilities, dental offices, um, and then it just kind of one referral went into the um, a daycare system, a, day, a daycare facility. Um, and then it just blew up from there. Um, I just had one referral to a daycare center and that one went to another one. And next thing I knew I was meeting with um, the directors that kind of oversee and overlap with the, uh, uh, the region. Um, so the cities and the state is pretty much developed, uh, divided into regions. So pretty much all the Philadelphia region. And then that just kind of um, the other chapters kind of passed me along and adopted, um, had to come out and, and kind of the progression just went from there. So you didn't have daycares in your site to begin with. You weren't like, oh, I'm going to go run after daycare centers. No, not initially. Initially, because I knew the healthcare world, I, I focused my attention there. Um, and then, like I said, as just through one, one reference, I just saw that there was a complete market that was untapped. And, um, and that's kind of where I then focused a lot of my direction. So Currently, I would say 85% of my business is geared around daycare, daycare centers, 80 to 85%. Oh. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, that, so that's interesting to me. So when you first came up with the idea of doing this, like what was, I mean, were you just doing it for free or were you like, maybe I should do a business around this? Like how did that idea come to you? Um, so initially, it, it came about because I had a lot of um, – I was trained to, to be a, a, a trainer and I was doing it um, through my work where I was training other um, nurses and other staff in general. Um, and then I had people that were colleagues that would ask me that I didn't typically work with, like, hey, can I get some training or can you, can you do a class and so on and so forth. And so um, the convenience that people were looking for so they didn't have to go, you know, find and seek all these other classes and um, and and pay more money, which, you know, the cost was a big issue for people. Um, just kind of found that, all right, people are, are, are willing to have me come out. They get a small group together. It's convenient for them. Um, I'm not charging a, a, the, the, the price is reasonable. Um, and so I, I saw that there was a need. People felt like it was, they appreciated it. Um, I, I have some real life experience where I can, some of the, some of the information that I present, I can speak to it um, firsthand as having experienced it. And um, I got a lot of really good feedback from that. Um, and so that's kind of how it kind of started. How did you uh, decide how much to charge people? Was it just something that you made up or did you? No, just uh, essentially almost like a market analysis, right? So like, hey, what are you guys paying? What are you paying now? Me knowing what like uh, facilities where, you know, you would come in for a training would charge you. Um, and so I wasn't looking to become rich, but, um, you know, delivering a service at a, at a competitive rate um, was very attractive to people. So, um, you know, versus them having to go somewhere, they would, we would get a group together. I would go to them, bring my equipment with me. Um, so it, the convenience um, in a, in together with uh, a competitive rate um, made it uh, uh, appealing to people, I believe. 
So did you buy the equipment first? I mean, was it a big expense or was it something that you're like, oh, I can do this and you had a group already set up and, and you bought the equipment? Yeah, so initially I actually borrowed equipment um, <laughs> and, uh, and filled a little bit of capital from there and then just kind of um, used that capital. Once I saw that it was, it was something that had some potential, I invested into getting my own equipment and, and then just kind of grew it from there and bought more equipment as I saw necessary and as, as needed. So you, um, so then somebody in one of the groups that you were in referred you to a daycare center. That's how that worked. Yeah. So I just had one that, you know, they asked me, they're like, Hey, do you do daycare centers? I said, well, I haven't, but I absolutely can. Um, and so that was it. And then from there, um, one referral led to the next. And then not only that, but then once I saw there was a need for, um, for the daycare center, because it, it, basically it's every two years I'm out there. It's, you know, for them, it's also a convenience where if they don't have to look for somebody, because of course they're always looking for the, the best rate, the, the, you know, the quickest timing, whatever's going to be most convenient. If you're flexible, can you be there on an evening? Can you be there on a weekend? Um, and so being able to meet those needs, um, I, I then took it upon myself to reach out to a lot of these daycare centers on my own and basically just cold, cold calls um, for a lot of them and, um, and introducing myself. And, you know, next thing you know, they were asking me to come in. But were they receptive to that when you, when you would call them or were they just kind of like, what are you trying to sell us or? Somewhere, somewhere. And, and um, you know, it, like with anything else, some would give you some, give you the time and um, ask for more information, um, especially if they knew they were coming up for a renewal and they needed that, um, they would give you a little bit more of their attention. Um, a lot of them, you know, I found myself leaving messages and follow up calls and, and, you know, surprisingly, a lot of them returned my call. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so did you start hiring staff to work with you or are you, are you still doing this on your own or? So for the most part, I do it on my own where I do bring a lot of, where I do bring additional staff with me as if they are bigger classes, just so that there's appropriate ratios and that, you know, we're meeting the AHA guidelines um, for training. Um, but for the most part, I've been able to, to manage it on my own. And, and the big, the big reason why it's harder to be able to bring staff on is because I do try to be very accommodating to, to the facilities when I come out. Um, and in order, you know, some, a lot of people's schedules don't, don't work around that. So, um, you know, I, I'll go out as late as like start classes at six o'clock in the evening. Sometimes it's on the weekends in the morning. So I really try to be flexible to whatever it is that their, their needs are. And so it, for you, is this just like a side business or is this something that you could live off of or? Well, so, um, I'm a big shark tag fan and you know, <laughs> there's always the, the, the entrepreneur, but, um, I am, I'm scared to make that leap. I feel that if I, if I, what I, what my salary and what I, what I make off of that is probably very easily someone's salary on a regular basis. Um, so I'm, I'm proud of the fact that I've been able to grow it to that point. If I didn't have a family that depended on me and, and then I needed those benefits right now because of my, my life situation where my, my wife's not, you know, she's staying home more so with the kids and, and works per diem just to keep her own licensure up. Um, I would definitely say that I could venture out. And if I focused all my attention solely on it, I, it's something where I would be definitely able to survive on my own. That's awesome. Um, is it something that you continually look for more and more daycare centers to, you know, is it a constant process for you? 
So unfortunately, unfortunately, no. And I say that because I feel like if I invested more time, I could even acquire more business because I really only have tapped into like the Philadelphia and the very like Philadelphia region and, and maybe like some of the suburbs. So there's so many more areas that I haven't even ventured out into. That you know, for me, most of the the business that I do acquire that's new is just all referrals. So this person, oh, you know, I, I'll get a call from, oh, I got referred by so and so. You know, can you come out and do a class? Or so kind of that's kind of how how it's been working. So I feel like if I devoted more time and energy to it, that I could make it grow even even further and bigger. Right, but for now, it's a consistent income that's coming in for you. That it doesn't impact your you already you have a full time job that you're working. Um, this is a side income that you have that generates nice money um, and it doesn't require too much of your time or does it? Uh, well, it requires my time in the sense that I need to be available to go teach the classes, um, but it doesn't in the sense that, you know, I'm not investing a whole lot more time outside of that. It's, it's pretty, it's, it's, it's investment wise in terms of time outside of the actual class, there's not a whole lot of it. Uh, how much, um, how many do you do like a week or a month or something? It varies. So there's months where I'm literally doing a class every day. Um, <laughs> and there's months where, you know, I may just do, you know, 10 classes. So, but on average, I'm, I'm doing at least, I would say 10 to 15 classes a month. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Um, so it just uh, comes, rolls off your tongue, right? <laughs> yeah. It just comes, it comes in waves and it's just, you know, it, it, sometimes, like I said, sometimes there's months where I'm getting hit every day and, you know, I, I don't have enough hours in my days and days in my week. Um, and I'm a, I don't say no, I try to, I say yes and then I find a way to make it happen. Um, and so, you know, so it, it, it fluctuates, it definitely fluctuates. Well, wow, that's awesome. Um, I mean, well, <laughs> so just, you know, in my mind, it's like, how do I, because for me, like for business, like I want to set the business up and then have somebody else to run it. Um, you know, so in, in that scenario, I'm thinking like, who could you hire like <laughs> to do all this stuff for you to give you some free time? Yeah. And so I think in, in the feedback that I've gotten back, I think that I've been successful thus far because I'm the one doing the claim. Mm -hmm. A lot of the feedback that I get, it's just like, wow, like, you know, We've taken this class nine million times because we've been, in, you know, doing. We've been a daycare for however long they've been doing it. But you bring a different twist to it, where you can you re, you can bring real life experience to it, and you can speak to it, and you've done CPR on someone, or you've helped somebody through this, you know, scenario. Um, versus a lot of times we have these people who just take the course because they want to teach it, but can't really. If you have any other questions, you can't really speak to anything. And so um, that's some of the feedback that I get on a regular basis um, from doing classes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and so it's hard to replicate yourself and <laughs> and somebody yeah. else. Yeah, and I mean, I I think there's people that potentially could could do it, but again, it's you know their their availability. Are they willing to travel? Are they willing to you know specific times, dates, and so th there's a lot of coordination that goes into it in terms of like setting the time up as well because you know I, you know they may have only specific days and you know so. I always have my, my, my calendar with me so I can pretty much schedule anything on the spot. Well, let me call you back. I got to see if somebody's available. It's just, I've tried it and it's just too inconvenient to really try to, um, to try to get to schedule something. And, you know, having somebody wait for a couple days until I hear back, it's just, it's just bad business and people just kind of get a little bit turned off by it. So I've, right. I've found that it works a lot better when I just do it, I do it on my own. 
And is it a highly competitive market? Like if you don't respond, will they just call somebody else to come do it? Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, it's always, it's almost like the BBD, right? So the bigger, better deal, whoever's going to be out quicker, give you the best deal. That's who they're really going to go with. At the end of the day, I don't think they really care about the material per se. It's just, they need to check off that box for the department of health or whoever it is that's going to be um, checking them, you know, checking their organizations to make sure they're compliant with their first aid CPR training. Right. Were there a lot of compliance things that you had to go through to get certified? I mean, do, is there special things that you needed or did you need a collaborating physician or a medical director or anything like that? Nope, nothing at all. Um, nothing at all. I mean, they just, they're, they're, the daycare center world itself, um, as just the, the medical field, they really only acknowledge American Heart Association or American Red Cross as, as a certified provider. So as long as you have your, you know, training through one of those two programs, um, you're pretty much good to go. Um, they do also have, at least in the state of Pennsylvania, there's a PQOS, which is, um, basically a star rating program. So they, they, they range from no stars to five stars. And if you're a parent looking for a facility, you want to go where there's a five star um, program. So based on their, their star leveling um, program, then they, you know, the more stars they have, they have to have a certain percentage of their staff um, certified. Although it seems like as of recently, they've changed that. And no matter where they fall in the star program, they, um, they have to have all of their staff trained on first aid and CPR uh, certified. So, you know, good for me, bad for them. Because now, <laughs> no matter who it is, they all, they all have to have the training regardless. So. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And is this your only side gig or do you have other side gigs that you're working on as well? Um, so as you know, we're, we're myself and, and Dom are, are working on hopefully potentially at some point in time, we're going to be able to, to make this, um, um, nursing student and NCLEX review type of uh, program um, help that help that get going and, and moving. Um, so in terms of side work, in terms of that, that, that's the one program. I also do some real estate stuff. So I have a couple, um, uh, a couple of real estate properties that, that I have as investments that, that I work with. So um, you're a busy man. <laughs> I am. My goal is to retire when I'm 55. That is my goal. So I hope <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, at least when you turn 55, if you're not ready to retire, you can do your uh, the daycare thing full time. <laughs> I always kid around and I say, you know, if, um, you know, once my, my kids get of age where they can work, you know, this would be a great gig for them to be able to, yeah. to learn and carry forward and, you know, beat you know, newspapers or working at McDonald's or some, you know, mall job or something like that. So <laughs> I think it's cool to do. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I told Dom this, and uh, I'll tell you, but make sure you get tons and tons of pictures, like of, of you with the students, and just video, like uh, even if you got like five seconds of, um, I don't know, you talking with a student, or you and Dom laughing with a student, or you know, sure. the student asking questions, or just engagement. It doesn't. Nobody has to know what you're talking about. You could be talking about, you know, tapas, but you know, yeah. just kind of engagement. Um, and just I would, I would I would love to be able to see if this experience could grow into taking our own students or taking our own groups um, over there, building these connections there now um, that I'm that I'm you know these, the the staff and the the university the the relationships that I'm building there. If that's something that I would be able to then tap into down the line, where we would be able to have our own trips or uh, international travel. Oh my God! And you speak Spanish, right? Correct. Oh, that I mean, that's amazing. Like people pay 
big money for that kind of stuff. <clears throat> I mean, I'll pay you guys if you let me know when you're <laughs> when you're going because I'd love to do tours like that. I love it. And I think it would be, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's, it, it may not even need to be students. Like I'm sure there may be just healthcare providers in general, nurses, you know, people who just, I don't know, people that might be interested in general. So I don't well, know. We'll see. Even like tours of like um, the Florence Nightingale Museum in, in London, right? Or um, another group went through and did um, Switzerland and they went to the ICN, um, you know, and that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's, you pick like three places that you go visit and the rest of it's like a tour. So, and especially if you know Spanish, um, I mean, there's, I mean, that just opens a whole continent of South America that you could go to, that nobody's, I mean, people go over to Europe, but nobody goes down to South America. So Yeah. They were, they were actually uh, initially had thrown something out about if, you know, maybe I've had any interest in doing like Argentina, yeah. um, potentially some other South American country. So we'll see how, how this, this, this one goes and I guess I'll make some decisions from there. Oh, that's awesome. It's yeah, this is a whole new, <laughs> that's a whole new opportunity for you. Yeah. 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 That's um, awesome. So. Well, yeah, definitely keep the, the doors open with anything that comes through. And that's, you know, basically the general theme that I get from people that have started businesses is that they're always open to ideas are always thinking about kind of like what's next. And, you know, they're always saying yes to everything. So. Yes. And that's me. And even Dom will ask me, he's like, how do you have enough, like, where do I find the time? I don't know where I find the time. Like, I, I, I think I function on like four hours of sleep and <laughs> you know, again, no matter, no matter what they throw at me, like, I'm usually like, yes, absolutely. Like I did a class once. It was like over a hundred people um, for this daycare center, which is like a chain, but they had multiple sites that came out and they're like, can you do it? I'm like, absolutely. And then I'm like, Oh, all right. Now I need to find a lot of people. <laughs> Afterwards, I'm like, all right, I need to really figure out how the hell I'm going to do this. So I ended up with like, you know, 10, 10 or 11 other instructors that went with me and, um, you know, I was able to, you know, I paid them and, and they, some other groups, but, but that's the type of thing where I'm like, I just won't say no. I just try to find a way afterwards how to, how to make it work. Yeah, no, that's, it's a good strategy. <laughs> yeah. um, most recently now I'm working on a, um, the, the uh, school district is looking to do something because all seniors before they graduate have to have a, a class in CPR. Really? Um, yeah. Um, so that's something that the school district's working on and um, Comcast, they are looking at doing their entire uh, building, like their whole entire workforce. Um, oh my and my God. brother works for Comcast. So um, he's kind of the one that, put a bug in people's ears. So, um, so working and talking with them and seeing like what exactly they're looking for and what they're, they're trying to do. I find that a lot of like these corporate places, the law firms, things like that are starting to really look into things. And usually it happens because somebody arrested and, you know, they had some sort of emergency and nobody knew what to do. And, um, and that's where, you know, you get a lot of these other people that, um, or people that approach me are based on like, you know, they had an experience, something happened, now they want to have um, something in place to, um, um, you know, if something were to happen down the line. Yeah, actually, Carrie was just telling me about um, this initiative that they have, like, uh, you know, I guess, um, you know, if you have an active shooter and somebody gets shot, what the most people die from exsanguination, and people don't know that you're supposed to, like, stop the bleeding or something so there's like an initiative called stop the bleed where they've been teaching like law enforcement uh you know how to compress and if that doesn't work to tourniquet uh you know the limb or whatever is bleeding um yeah. 
you know, that's also something that would be right up your alley. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's scary what seems common sense is not really common a, a lot of times. Right. I'm like, don't you just <laughs> tourniquet it? She's like, yeah, it's not common knowledge. I'm like, I guess that's 20 years yeah. of medical training. I don't <laughs> it seems obvious to me you'd want to stop the bleeding, yeah. but... <laughs> right. But... All right. Well, I'll give you some free time before your kids come home <laughs> from soccer See, practice. I think, I think they're home already, and it's been it's very quiet. I told my wife, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna get on a call. Can you please just? So I think they're home already, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> they're like busting at the seams to run in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, have an awesome, awesome trip in Spain, and I can't wait to hear about it. Um, and definitely get lots of pictures.